0: All right, guys, we're back again with another episode of It's Technically Romance, where Ham and I discuss Hallmark movies. We uh, started with Countdown to Christmas last episode, and we just finished watching the second film from Countdown to Christmas. Um, and as you know, we talk about it from both of our points of view. I come at it from my romantic side. And I look at it from
1: the technical filmmaker point of view.
0: Yes. So are you, are you ready? I'll just <laughs> We're going to dive right in.
1: We're gonna dive right into Chateau Christmas. Is that? Is it just Chateau Christmas? Chateau Christmas. Chateau yes. Christmas. We'll dive right in. I don't. I don't know where to start. I feel like. I feel like we need to do a disclaimer.
0: <clears throat> what are you disclaiming?
1: Well, let me let me start off by saying that I recognize, especially you know, as a filmmaker myself, I recognize all the hours that went into making a film. You know, we've got everything from the scriptwriter to the director to the producer. You know, accounts people, makeup, lighting, all of that. You know, there's tons of people that work on these things. Especially for Hallmark, where they're just producing them at a rapid-fire pace. With that said, this movie was not up to the countdown to Christmas caliber.
0: Right. Well, they're not all going to be gems.
1: This uh, this was not a gem. This was not a piece of coal. I'm not, I'm not sure what this was. I was not. I was not happy. I felt at times. I felt like I was watching a movie from 1989. You know, it just it felt very it felt very dated to me.
0: Well let's um let's get a, a plot summary so our listeners can kind of get a feel of what okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. of what this movie was about. Okay, so Margot is a famous pianist and she comes home for Christmas after her concert gets canceled. She finds herself at the chateau with her family where she sees Jackson, her ex from college. He asks her to be in the Chateau's Christmas concert, and they start to rekindle their old flame. Mm-hmm. While finding her passion for music again, she realizes she still loves Jackson and decides to give it another shot.
1: Yeah. I don't, she, I don't know if she comes... like. So that's why this movie is so confusing to me, because I don't think she comes home. She goes to the Chateau where her family is.
0: I wasn't quite sure where. I don't know what happened. The chateau was. Yeah. But I think it was its home. They do
1: the say that after,
0: which doesn't live at the chateau, but the chateau I thought was where they live.
1: Why would they go to a hotel for Christmas? Though?
0: I was confused about <laughs> that too because I'm like, how sad? Like you're home. Why wouldn't you spend Christmas with at your house?
1: But they were packing bags though.
0: So maybe it's still in Colorado. I think the movie takes place. They, they call Boulder home. They say Boulder,
1: right. But then they throw out some Lafayette. There was another another town that they talked about. We weren't really sure where this movie took place.
0: I was not sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't have time to research that. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished watching it.
1: Um, but no, that, that was a good plus synopsis. I mean, you know, she is she's is a famous pianist. We don't know... Where... I don't know where she... It.
0: They are in a snowy place. They're in a
1: snowy place.
0: Lots of snow. And they, the movie takes place in a the chateau, which is mm. this very large hotel?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's a hotel. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of confusing... And that's what I'm talking about when I say that this movie just sort of didn't do it for me. Because there's a lot of confusing bits, especially in the beginning.
0: The beginning is a little rough. It, mm. it definitely is a slow burn. For me it was a slow burn. I do feel like it picks up a little bit like halfway. Okay, the
1: back half of the movie is much better. Much yes. better.
0: Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about our main characters. Okay. Margot and Jackson. Yeah.
1: And again, these these guys have done a few of these movies.
0: Yes. These I don't know if I'd well, Luke McFarland is pretty much a veteran at this mm-hmm. point. Merritt Patterson uh, plays Margot. She's been in a few that we've seen. I really like her. Yeah,
1: she, and everyone we've seen. So I was I was coming into this you know, expecting some good stuff from both of them, because I like Luke, too. I mean, he was in that one with CCB. I think he was a fireman, right?
0: Yes, he's also in one with Nikki Deloach, too, I think, uh, the Christmas Land.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, these guys know what they're doing, so I was expecting... I was expecting this to be a solid one and I'm not sure if it was a script or, or if it was just a, a bad time for them, but I just, the characters themselves I could not, I could not really get into and I, I tried very hard to, to really kind of feel for them and, and sort of connect with them and everything, it just it wasn't, it wasn't working for me.
0: Yeah, so we don't have the instance where they don't know each other and they meet for the first time. So obviously, that's a little different. They're exes, they used to date, and they're coming together. I like this premise. Yeah,
1: it's a good premise.
0: But, as we've mentioned, and no, this wasn't country music, but when they have music-related films, sometimes...
1: That's weird. You're absolutely right. They not even sing
0: it. I don't know what it is about the ones that have to do with music.
1: Ooh. On, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, honestly, I enjoy... That was actually one of the points of the movie that I actually really liked was the music. I love Christmas music. Right. So I loved getting to hear... I love the piano, mm-hmm. like cello and everything. That that was enjoyable
1: right. to hear, so the, the, to no, hear the, the music. So the music was good. The music was good. It gave me like the vibe of the Nutcracker Christmas one that we saw, like that same sort of vibe where they had dated before and then they have a show to put on, but then they had to work together, but not nearly as good.
0: <laughs> no, that's one of our favorites. Yeah, that's a
1: great one. So it gave me that same sort of vibe, just not executed.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what it was. There was just something missing and I kept I kept waiting for it. I feel like I would get little glimpses mm-hmm. and then it was gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, even... even the So, I mean, they are dated. We like that premise. I don't really ever feel that connection between them. I it never, does
0: feel more of like a friendship. Of a friendship, yeah. But I do feel like... I will say you are feeling that there isn't much of a connection. They're, they're very closed off to each other. Mm. But then there is a breakthrough... At one point in the movie. And I do feel like they start getting more comfortable together. And I don't know. I'm assuming that's intentional. <laughs> I'm assuming that's in the writing. That there is a point where they start to open up more. And become more comfortable with each other. And then that's where we kind of start getting some, some feels. There were some little feels in this film for me. Romantically? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> well, let's. We were so we were talking about the 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 characters. Right. So I know how they met. I actually do have some interesting information. Okay. That I found online. I actually read this before I saw the film, but Luke McFarlane, and this might shock you, is actually a classically trained cellist. Is it really? Yes. Huh. And he actually plays his. Personal cello in the film. No okay. kidding. Yeah, I would. I would. I know that's really
1: cool. That's really
0: cool. I would have not thought that. Merritt Patterson is not a classically <laughs> trained pianist.
1: Well, I mean, so from like a technical standpoint, like when they're filming her in the very beginning, you don't see her hands at all when she's playing. She
0: does have a hand double. I read I that. Also. And so
1: I'm, I'm like, oh my god, they're not even going to show her hands. They're not even going to go to the, you know, the the length of showing her hands play or whomever's hands playing on it. They do that for a lot in the beginning then towards the middle and end we do see her hands moving they and don't
0: they, look like her hands
1: well it's weird though because they pan up so they can't cut that it's, it's a straight shot right or they tilt up they tilt up so that you can't so you see her hands playing they're moving on the keys i don't know if they're playing the right notes
0: oh yeah there is that one scene yeah
1: and then they tilt the camera up and you see her head and it's her playing well or playing she did
0: take lessons did she read? she did So she couldn't play the piano before. I don't know how well she can play now. But it did say something about I think she took a few lessons, and she had, like, a keyboard to practice with. And mostly I think she was practicing, like, movement and everything. Because sometimes, which I was a little worried about this film, uh, when people cannot play the instrument, it can look very fake when they're trying to play. Especially the piano. Like, their movements, Mm -hmm. you can totally tell they're not playing. And I didn't... I. Like, I didn't think this was that bad. Like, I felt like her movement seemed pretty realistic. Yeah. And then they do have that one scene where I think she is actually playing something.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that the music part, you know, which is usually the weaker part in these, was was good. You know, it was really spot on. And it's it's funny you mentioned about Luke, because when he was playing the the cello of that group, his facial expressions... We're off the chart. I didn't know what was happening there. Uh, I
0: would, that's what, it was weird because knowing that he actually plays the cello.
1: I don't know. I don't it know. Was, <laughs> is that how he plays?
0: I don't know. But yes, he was very
1: animated, Animated. animated which yeah. you
0: don't really see a lot in cellists. Cellist. Yeah. Is that the word? But no, he was, he can really play. So yeah, I think. I think he, he went to Juilliard is what it said. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
1: That's crazy. I know. Well, thank you, thank you for looking that up. You're welcome. Did you verify the source? Because I think we need to definitely verify. <laughs> it the was source. a
0: few interviews he did where he talked about sorry, it, so it came it like came from his mouth.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, the music part was done well in this. Uh, everything else was not so great. Um, even so, let's talk about. So we talk about the characters. Let's let's talk about some technical aspects. The chateau itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Hallmark has done this before, where they film in a hotel. You know, sometimes it's in New York City. And the hotel almost becomes like a secondary character. I didn't get that sense from the Chateau. I couldn't tell you anything okay, well, about the Chateau, except there's a there's a bar room where they eat breakfast. They have breakfast a lot in this film. I was serious. Like, you know, like the New York one. Like, I was expecting a little bit more from it. And it just wasn't...
0: Yeah, we don't really get that. And I think that is one thing that left me a little disappointed is there's not... There, there's a ton of like Christmas decorations in the film, mm-hmm. but it wasn't giving me the Christmas feels. No, not at all. They don't have the normal... They try to throw it in a little, like there's a little bit of a snowball right. fight, but we don't get to see a lot of the staple activities that we've come to know and love in the Hallmark films because they are focusing on the music and they are in the chateau a lot.
1: Well, even when they open up the presents from Christmas morning, that was the saddest Christmas morning I've ever seen.
0: Well, I know, because I was thinking, well, if they're, where they live, why are they spending it at the hotel? But, so that was a little strange. There's a lot of
1: questions, a lot of questions. There
0: were a lot of questions, but some of the things that I actually liked, as far as chemistry goes, I really enjoyed her interactions with her mom and her sister and her niece I thought those were pretty genuine. I, re- I liked her sister's energy. I thought her niece was really cute. She had a few lines that made me smile. I thought her brother-in-law was pretty cute. I wish maybe he would have been in it a little <laughs> more. <laughs> but I did find that they were talking about the Christmas things they were doing, and I wanted to like, go along with them. Like I wanted to see that Christmas stuff, but then we'd go back to the dark place where they were practicing oh, yeah. for the oh, music, yeah. which just didn't give me those Christmas feels that I wanted.
1: Yeah, the the stage that they were practicing on the music was just awful. I mean, it was lit poorly. We had these weird blue lights coming in, like stage lights, I guess they were. It just did not, did not work. I mean, throughout the whole film, the lights were just all over the place. I mean, we've got weird weird color balancing issues. You have the window open in the, uh, I guess the breakfast area all the time. Then you have the fireplace going, so you have this weird orange light and you have the weird, you know, kind of uh, rim light around their heads. That's this weird blue color. It just, it wasn't balanced properly. The only time I think that they did shoot it well was when they were outside. The Christmas market scene was done well, when they're out there looking at the decorations and everything. Uh, But the interiors just were were all over the place for this one for me.
0: But even when they went to the Christmas market, like, they were very tight shots. So we didn't really get a feel of how big the market Mm -hmm. was or... Because
1: they would have to green screen it, you know?
0: Yeah, I just... I was hoping that would have given me some, like, Christmas, but it wasn't. It was just kind of, like, tight shots. And then you kind of see, like, some of the booths Mm -hmm. are decorated, but...
1: Well, even the establishing shot for the Chateau was the same drone shot they do it like three times where it's the same drone shot of it snowing on this nice looking chateau then they show you the actual front of the chateau not snowing and just little snow drifts on the ground so it it was just very um disconnected and even even the editing you know hallmark does a really nice job of editing these films the editing felt a little sloppy too and so I think that, that hurt us in the beginning when we're like, what's happening? We're confused mm-hmm. because the edits were just a little too quick, a little too all over the place.
0: So I'm feeling that there wasn't any any feels that you got, like any chemistry? No, oh, no, from I got, that... not from them. Not from them, okay. Not from them. Sam. Yes. The,
1: the Lafayette trio, or quartet I guess, Lafayette, quartet, saved that film for me. They really did. Sam. When they first interact with him, I was like, "This is a good side character." All right. Yes,
0: I do have n- notes that they were my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, they really were. Sam, he sold it for me. Uh, his sort of love story, you know, the unrequited love, you know, leaving that that true love behind. I felt for him, you know, and he's like this this crotchety old, you know, violinist, and he gets to reconnect, and that whole thing was great. I thought that to me was done extremely well.
0: Yes, that I liked that whole plot line, and I do feel like it saved the movie. Yeah, for me, I loved, I, I like that, like the the band getting back together. They yeah. hadn't seen each other in years, and when they finally do, it's cute. It's yeah, cute. when he yeah. sees, I think it's Sarah, Sarah, and is,
1: Lynn was the other one,
0: right? When he sees her for the first time, when she comes through the door, like that actually got was like, you know, got me a little emotional. I felt, I yeah. I felt the same way. I liked their storyline, and I felt that they genuinely were in love. Like I was feeling the love between mm-hmm. those characters.
1: Yeah, even Lin when he comes back and joins it, like that thing he's like poking fun at Sam, like "Oh, Sam's finally on time." Da 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 da. You know that whole that whole group was great, and even Luke McFarlane with his animated face when he was playing the uh, the cello with him, like that was a neat. That was that whole scene, that whole storyline. I was all for it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you knew he was gonna end up having to play with me. We <laughs> were like, just waiting. Here's boy. your cello. Oh, well, we
1: don't have someone to play the cello. Who can it be?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I almost feel like they were trying to mirror, like Sam and Sarah with Jackson 100%. and Margot. Yeah, but yeah, the Sam and Sarah. <laughs> I definitely was getting more feels from them.
1: Maybe we need a prequel. I was thinking, I was there. like, I want
0: to I want to <laughs> see this movie of how the Lafayette Quartet yeah. breaks up and that whole
1: I, I mean, honestly, again, Hallmark, please, you can just go ahead and start writing his checks. We want a Lafayette Quartet prequel to this.
0: But yeah, and then I was thinking through the whole film, I'm like, Luke McFarlane, he's, I'm just like, he needs to be in the woods, in the forest, in some plaid. Like, that's yeah. where I love him in that sort of role. I know, I guess they're trying to give him different roles, but... I didn't buy it. Well, that's what's sad. It's like, I was thinking the same thing, but he actually is a, a real <laughs> life cellist.
1: That's really funny. So we like the quartet. So, you know, another thing where it kind of set me back was they had this weird sort of uh, jingly kind of music to the scenes that really made it seem... Oh,
0: like hokey? Yeah.
1: So yeah, it made, it made it seem hokey, right? So they would be, you know, kind of looking at each other, and they'd be like, do 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 And like, <laughs> I can't, you know, obviously I'm not a musician, so... But it just, it really made it no, feel... That was, no, that, that was pretty good That was, it was pretty good. good. It really took me out of the film. And they would do it... I mean, I think it's okay to do like once or twice, you know, to kind of set the tone. Every single scene was like the, this sort of background music and just... It took me out
0: yeah it was almost like they were trying to the music was trying to like overcompensate for
1: the music yeah it's, it's like they were trying to use the music to sort of put a band-aid on this in a sense
0: because they weren't pulling off the mm-hmm. the wittiness that they were trying to like make the music be like this is supposed to be a funny scene
1: Well because there wasn't that sort of connection in these scenes you know I think they just had to force this music on us to let us know what was happening and when you do that so many times it just it just takes me out of the film. And I actually think, you know, there were a few little cute scenes between them. If you had just left the music out and let them do their acting, I think it would have been better.
0: Maybe so, yeah. For me, we could talk about I did have some some feels mm-hmm. throughout the film. Uh, we did talk about the salmon, the Lafayette quartet. That was those were good moments. But between the two main characters okay. Uh, Between the two main characters, there is this scene. I feel like I'm craving the, I'm wanting the Christmas vibes with them. I'm wanting them to have like a cute moment that's Christmassy. That's not just them in, you know, the dark rehearsal room. (laughs) And there is this little scene where they're at a fire pit and they're drinking I don't even know what they are make—coffee or cocoa. Apple cider. Was it apple cider? cider? Yeah, it was apple cider. Okay, I didn't even remember that. I
1: I remember that for some reason. (laughs) I was like, "Oh."
0: So we see this scene, and I'm really excited. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking, "Oh, here we go. We're starting to, you know, starting to feel more like Hallmark." And it gets me. I'm starting to feel they're starting to look at each other, getting some eyes, and then they immediately cut away like the minute they're starting to then they cut back to I think it's the Lafayette Quartet I think Sam and Sarah which uh, was fine with me because I liked their story plot too and then there's another scene where they're it just felt like every time they were ready to connect
1: it would cut to well that's, that's poor editing right that's just poor editing right there because you're really supposed to let those scenes breathe and I don't know if they were worried they would run out of time or whose call it was to be like we need to chop this down but you really have to let those scenes breathe because it allows you to connect with the characters, to connect with the scene, to see what's going on, because they would do that every time. It would yeah. go to commercial break, like right when there was a moment. You know?
0: I didn't know if they were trying to like build the tension. But it would just deflate it. But it didn't <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it didn't work for me. No, that
1: was that was a good scene. I remember that.
0: So I mention I mentioned earlier that I do feel like there is a shift where they start getting more comfortable so it is a rough start we're having some trouble getting feels from them and it's when jackson gets to play his cello okay he finally gets to play his cello with the lafayette quartet and this is probably we're well like halfway into the film yeah he, I something like changes. He sort of comes alive after he plays the cello and she looks really happy seeing him. And after that, I, he just seems a little bit more loose and so does she. And I think that's when they start, they go shopping together or something. And then they start having little moments. There's an almost, they go to the tree lighting. There's mm-hmm. like maybe an almost kiss. Like they kind of look at each other. So For whatever reason, after that happens, he does say, you know, I haven't done this in a while and it feels really good to do this. So maybe it was intentional that we're not feeling that they're very closed up through the first half of the film.
1: Right.
0: And through the music.
1: (laughs) the Power of music.
0: It's opening them up to each other and they do start seeming more comfortable with each other. And I do start feeling a little bit more chemistry come through after that point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, that is when the movie kind of opened up a little bit, and the characters, you know, got comfortable with with each other. And you know, I think the, the at least the, the plot and the stories captured me at that point, uh, because the first half I was just really confused. Even with his, his best friend, you know, who's the ah. PR man. Like, and that's what I'm saying about the beginning is that it's edited so so oddly because we all all of a sudden we're in a chateau. And then we see this guy who's his friend, and it's just—it it, hurts. Yeah, me to they fall.
0: immediately start talking really fast about stuff. We're kind of we like trying to put pieces together. We don't know what the chateau is. Which, I think this is
1: where she's playing to begin with. You know, it's it's just really weird.
0: Oh well, I knew that's not where she was playing. But let's let's talk about his friend. Was it the, Adam? The,
1: was it Adam? I think it was Adam. Adam. Yeah.
0: The, the bro from college. Bro
1: from The PR. We find out he's a PR manager for the Chateau that we think is in Colorado. We think it's in Colorado.
0: Well, they say Boulder. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. that. But, so it is very strange to see this guy who's very bro-ish. I don't know how else to describe him. No, he's a bro. He's a bro, but he's like the head of the PR for this huge, fancy... Chateau yep. Hotel.
1: Doesn't fit. It does. doesn't fit at all. And then he convinces uh, Luke McFarland... Was it Jackson? Yes. Convinces Jackson to do basically bail him out for free. I'm sorry. No, he paid for his, his lunch. So for a lunch, he convinces him to do this huge thing for him. Like, it was just a weak plot point.
0: But it was weird also because they're supposed to have... I think it's a yearly thing that they have this concert... But then they only had...
1: But it was their first concert, too. Oh. They said it. I, that's what I was, That's what's so crazy. Because I thought it was a yearly thing also, but then at the concert, I think they say, our first ever, you know...
0: I didn't really understand why they were having a concert at the hotel. I don't know.
1: There was a famous person named Emily that was supposed to be there. This, I mean... These movies all over the place in the beginning.
0: I used to work at a hotel. We didn't have concerts there, although I didn't work at a chateau. Yeah,
1: the Christmas is, is a big deal for the chateau. Christmas is a big deal for the right. chateau. So Adam was weird. There was... A bit, he was almost to the point of like absurdity where I was actually kind of liking him towards the end.
0: Yeah, but I it, didn't mind him. Like I it just so, thought it was so... It was ridiculous. Was so... It was such a strange character that he was playing. We've seen him. I've seen him before. I'm not sure. I feel like he's been in Hallmark.
1: I haven't seen him, but his character, though, was so out of place and so ridiculous that towards the end, you're like, this is insane. And then he's like, oh, by the way, we don't have any theme for it, so you guys have to come up with a theme. It was just, it kept getting crazier and crazier.
0: Yeah, it was weird like the- <laughs> Like what is
1: your job then, Adam? Adam, what is your job? Why know? These
0: two people end up having that weren't even a part of the concert end up having to basically throw it all together mm-hmm. and do everything. In, so
1: in 9 days, in this future.
0: huge hotel, there's no one else yeah. that can help them.
1: Adam calls plan up. This. Adam calls up Jackson. He <laughs> he takes care of it. That's what he does. For free, <laughs> for free. So that again, this this little things like No, I'm sorry. Just big things like that were just a little, a little confusing to us. Right. Um, so as you guys know, we, we've talked about this a lot. And you know, surprisingly, we talked about this a lot during the Harvest Film Festival, which didn't make a lot of sense. But you know, Hallmark is known for their bokeh, where they have their Christmas lights behind the actors, and they go for that nice tight shot. And you see the lights just sort of blossom this beautiful, you know, just sort of impressionistic painting of color. For whatever reason, whatever lens they were using on this set, we weren't getting that classic Hallmark bokeh. There were a ton of lights, but they just weren't blossoming like they usually do. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh,
0: I don't know. It just, the movie was just very dark to me.
1: It was. It was underlit. I wrote that, yeah, that's one of my notes that I wrote down. It was like underlit. That's why it felt like something from like the 80s or 90s that was always underlit most of the times. almost like a... Just,
0: I guess that's why I wasn't getting the Christmas spirit Because you want to see that yeah, saturation I wanna, pumped up, I red want and it, green. Yes, I want all of that. And I, I think it's just the because of the location.
1: It's not, because if you look back to those New York hotels that we've done these Hallmarks in, that we've, like I say, we were on set making. <laughs> I you, wish. <laughs> if you look at these New York hotels that Hallmark, that Hallmark did, there's a huge difference well lit. They are well lit. There was hardly any light to use in this film. And it shows because it's, it's very underlit and we've had a huge uh, color grading issue for most yeah. of the time.
0: And even there's a Christmas tree lighting scene, which I usually <laughs> love.
1: Are, the, are you talking about the one in the hotel? Like in the room?
0: No, they actually go some uh-huh. to the market to watch the Christmas tree lighting. They walk up which they're holding hands at this point, which was was confusing because they've kind of started smiling at each other. We're starting to feel a little bit. And then all of a sudden they're holding hands. Mm -hmm. So I was, I think I even looked at you and I was like, wait, are they holding hands? What's going on? Did we miss something? But so they're holding hands, walking up to the Christmas tree, lighting the Christmas tree is lit. And then they look at each other and then immediately, Oh, we should go.
1: Yeah.
0: So it was like, Again, I feel like I'm harping on this, but all of the little wonderful things that I love about the Hallmark movies, we just get these little bitty tastes of it, and then it's taken away from us. Well,
1: there's a, there's a rule in, in filmmaking where you hold a scene about 10 to 20 seconds longer than you think you need to hold it to. And so they just basically did the 10 seconds and just cut as instead of letting mm-hmm. it hold, and that shows. Um, but I'm talking about the Christmas tree in the hotel room. That scene cracked me up. Where they have this weird Christmas decorating montage that feels very forced. I don't remember that, they're all, the whole family's together and they're playing the music, like they're, the proper Christmas music.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And there's like a weird montage of them dancing and it's just, it's a little awkward. And then finally it stops and there's a Christmas tree lighting. And as soon as he turns on the lights for the Christmas tree, the entire hotel, like the entire room goes dark. <laughs> the entire hotel. So,
0: all of the lights go out. It was
1: so weird. Was I so did weird. notice
0: that, and I thought I was like,
1: Did, that, just did happen? that?
0: Maybe it's a special thing with the hotel. When you plug in your Christmas tree, all automatically the lights, yeah. the lights go out for you. So that was that's bad. pretty cool.
1: That was that was pretty weird. Let's talk about what I think is probably the best the best scene. In this film, with our two leads, is, to, in my opinion, the actual performance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, mean, okay. I was just going to say that I thought, you know, in terms of, it was a little awkward. That, again, they're dealing with another montage. It was strange. I didn't know how many songs were actually being played.
0: It seemed like it was just two.
1: Yeah, but so it was a little weird uh, because, of, again, the way they were cutting it. And then we finally get to her performance, and I thought that was great. That was that was the movie. It was her playing. Oh holy night was the movie. That guy, I got a little the Christmas the Christmas vibe from that. I That's feel, good.
0: You got it. I got it.
1: I feel like I feel like oh holy night is oftentimes overused in these films. They always go back to oh holy night. Uh, this rendition was done superbly. It was shot well. Uh, there's a scene with Luke McFarland where he has some tears in his eyes as he's watching her. Great. If that if this movie was just that scene, I'm all in.
0: Did did you have some tears in your eyes? I did not.
1: I did not have tears. I won't go that far. I won't go that far. I
0: didn't either. But I felt I felt his tears. Okay. I, I could feel that mm-hmm. I was getting the feels from watching him get misty eyed. Well, that
1: was the connection.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I did feel some emotion. It it. It moved me, yeah, slightly. Yeah, the song was great. Yeah, it was beautiful, and then then I was I could feel his emotion when he was watching her.
1: Right, and I, I, I think I didn't realize that she had taken lessons, but yeah, it looked natural. Like he said, oftentimes when someone's not playing, you can definitely tell that they don't know how to play. But this felt well.
0: I hard. don't know that she learned that whole piece.
1: No, but I'm just saying, like, I heard the her movements and she had an idea. She had touched a piano before. Whereas, if I go out and try to play the piano, it's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> you know, I mean, her, no, but really, I was looking at her hands, you know, some of the over shoulder stuff. And so but, they did, it might but have been She did else. have a hand double. Right. So it might have been the double. I didn't know that. You know, we talked about before when you have like a stunt double come in, you can tell. I couldn't tell on this. It was done really well.
0: I think because I knew she had a hand double, maybe I shouldn't have read. I when they would go down, I was like, "Oh, those are not her hands." Those are not her. I know her hands. Those are definitely those not are hers. not her hands. But it didn't, it didn't take it. I mean, the music was beautiful, yeah. so I still enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, that that's to me that scene was the movie. That scene was the movie.
0: Yes, and then she does decide to give it another shot you know, work, they want to have another shot at their relationship, I guess. I don't know. I don't know that I bought that. Because when she's talking to Sam and he's telling her, you know, you don't, when a second chance comes around, she just seems very like, you know, you're right. (laughs) Maybe I should give it another shot. I guess I would have liked more emotion
1: Well, we don't even see the emotion in the final kiss after she decides to do that. It's just. It's a
0: very light. It's a little brief.
1: But it's not even like you can do. You don't. So let's let's clarify. You don't need to go. You know. You don't need to swallow someone's face to have a a passionate kiss.
0: Well.
1: You can. You can. You can get away with a nice, soft, gentle. They're not all gonna
0: be Andrew Walker, Nikki DeLuca, Sweet Autumn. You
1: can get away with a nice, soft kiss and have meaning. Well, this was was soft. It was soft. It was the
0: softest of yeah. the soft.
1: I know. It was like something like a, a kiss. It was like a
0: pillow. <laughs> it's like kissing a pillow. Kissing a
1: pillow. It didn't do it for me. I, I just, it was just a little awkward.
0: No. And we will always talk about the kisses. The kisses are big for me at the end. Well, because that, that's it. That's the that's end. You, the end. It all, and you yeah. get the kiss and then it ends. And yes, I'm very hard on the kisses.
1: Well, you should be because again, it's the, the crux of the film oftentimes. So, the horror uh, crux, the horror crux. <laughs> I, I will say this though, some things that they did do well that, like, as we kind of wrap this up, they didn't do the text message uh, <laughs> boxes. So, bravo on that. There is a weird phone conversation with her sister that goes on for like five minutes in the beginning of the movie. I hated that The the back <laughs> and forth, like, just talk to her, put them in the same room together. I thought that was really weird, but
0: they weren't together
1: i know but i just figure it out because going back it was it was too long basically because it was the back and forth from her putting the the presence in the car didn't like that and another thing they did really well was that there wasn't any force conflict i was so so happy to see no force conflict really you're right there was really no conflict at all at the end a little bit i mean there there was a
0: little with the critic showing up but
1: i mean yeah but that's just a little touch like so great job, Hallmark, on on that because if there was forced conflict in here, I would have just thrown my my notes up in the air in frustration and <laughs> walked out of the room and gotten some eggnog or something. It was just so good job on that. So Christmas at the Chateau. It's not even at the Chateau, it's Ch- Chateau Christmas.
0: Chateau Christmas. This would you would you watch watch this again if you <laughs> I don't think I even need to ask.
1: No, I don't think I would. Uh, I might watch it for Adam scenes. Uh, it's just it was he was so out of place in this film that it,
0: it it was entertaining
1: yeah he was entertaining he was entertaining and i think the sand was fun
0: i will say he does have a line something about a cookie and all he's got is, we got <laughs> you, me, and this cookie, which is about to be gone. That actually made me chuckle. I know.
1: I laughed. I got mad at myself for laughing. I was <laughs> damn it, you got me. You got me.
0: And the, the niece, too, had a few lines that made me laugh. I can't remember them right now, but yeah. I thought she was really cute. Mm-hmm. So there were some parts that we did enjoy, um, and we normally do love these actors. It's just, some, there was just... Some, I, I think Christmas spirit was missing for us. Christmas spirit.
1: I mean, I think a lot of this had to do with the technical side, honestly. Yeah. You know, script lighting, lighting, editing. The shooting was actually pretty good. I don't have any issue with the shooting. Um, So I think a lot of this fell on the technical side. Yeah, so... Let us know what you guys think. Um, If any of you out there love it, please tell us why. I'd love to hear it.
0: Yeah, maybe you caught something that we missed. Mm -hmm. um, But we are... Still trucking along. I'm hopeful for what is to come. Yep.
1: Oh, did you wait? Would you watch it again? What? The film? You asked me, I didn't ask you back.
0: Would I watch this film again? I don't believe so. I wouldn't even
1: have it on the TV because there's no Christmas. There's no. Yeah,
0: and that's why I watch them, is to put me in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this one just fell a mm-hmm. little flat for me.
1: Well, we've got a lot more coming up, though. A lot we more. We
0: do. We have our bonus episode from Movies and Mysteries coming out later this week uh, with Christmas Tree Lane. And mm-hmm. I am excited for that one. It's so- funny. I, th- I feel
1: like sometimes I like the Movies and Mysteries more.
0: It depends. They, but- get,
1: they get me. They get me with those feels. They go right for the heart in those Movies and Mysteries. They're yeah. not pulling punches. I know.
0: So we'll have that one out on Friday, and yes, make sure you follow and subscribe, leave us a rating, let us know what you think, and we'll,
1: we'll see you guys later.
0: We'll catch you next time.
1: <laughs> and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.
0: Thanks.